Hello, hello. Welcome to the Eddie Conversation Podcast. My name is Eddie V. Hill, and I am your host. Uh, this is episode number 62. Joining me today is Cayman Parks. How y'all doing? Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here, for sure. So you are a artist, songwriter, producer. Anything else you would add to that uh, list while we're... Uh, I'll say uh, I have a label working on that. Okay. Um, entrepreneur mogul these are things that just you know i plan on um in the future just starting off right now just trying to focus on the music and using that as a way to expand um so yeah those are that'll that's really what i can say i am as of right now the the music the music so world. The music yeah i have yeah. other interests though so but the music is going to be um i feel as though what sets me apart and allows me to take on other things you know what i mean yeah so um so let let's just rattle off those other interests while we're while we're here too. What uh, what what are you what are you referring to when? As far as interests? Yeah. Um, I've always been interested in um clothing, art, um business, like money. It's not even the money aspect though. So, uh, just being able to have something and say it's yours. You know what I mean? Or give something away to uh, family or. Just, I mean, it just feels good to be able to come up. You know what I mean? Okay. To, you know, own something, own it for a little short period of time, build it up, and have somebody else see the value in it and take it off your hands. It shows you, like, okay, I'm dope. Like, yeah, everything I do is dope. You know okay. what I mean? <laughs> that's what I sure. That's why I want to do business. All right, business. Yeah, I know. I know. For me, business scares me when when money comes up. I know. I I I shudder a little bit. Yeah. But no, it's cool that you're you're tackling it head on, and that's kind of one the, day, uh, not yet. Know. We just day by day, brick by brick. Sure, sure, for yeah. sure. Okay, so let's 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 start with. So I know I want to talk a lot about um, just you as a person. Mm-hmm. I, I know I'm a big fan of talking process, yeah. like in the artistic sense, because um, of course I come from the film world. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot. I mean, there's tons of overlap between film and music, and uh, and the creative. It's art. Yes, the art history of building. Cinema, yeah, music. coming up with something out of nothing mm-hmm. and uh, sharing it with the world. Fact. So, uh, let's start with. Okay, I don't know. I don't know where. Okay, let's start. I want to hear. Is there okay? Yeah, I was gonna say. Also, sure. aside from that, um, I'm there with you because I get it. It has to do with like the. Uh, you know the era, time period that influ- influences music and cinema as well. What's going on in real life, and so I'm there with you. Like I, I like music and cinema. Those are things that are yeah, super dope. I know, I know, music scare. I mean, that's why I enjoy. Uh, that's why I'm excited to talk to you too. Is because mm. like I don't. I'm always trying to expand my own knowledge of 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 other. You can expand. No, I get you. Yeah. Try to talk to people you might not necessarily talk to on a daily basis, understand uh, mental perspective, uh, different things like that. That's what you mean more so? Yeah, because I know, like, as a, let's just say when I'm, when I'm directing a film and I have to come into contact with the musician to talk mm-hmm. about, like, what are we trying to say with this particular scene or what, what song do we want to play over the sequence? Got like, you. Music evokes, evokes feeling. Mm-hmm. And understanding on even how to build something for Helps a particular moment, yeah. yeah, like it's it's that stuff still goes over my head nah, sometimes. No, I got you. So. Nah, 
Yeah, I get I get what you're saying. All right, so let's start with. Let's just start from the beginning. Let's just go from. Uh, so we're currently in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Um, we were talking a little bit, very briefly, before rolling cameras on on uh, on like where I was from. I'm from Reno, Nevada. So I didn't I didn't come too far. I've been here like three years. But mm-hmm. you, <laughs> how long have you uh, how long have you been in, in LA? Yeah. Um, about going on three years. Okay. Twenty eight. Twenty. 18, 2019, somewhere in between there, I moved. Okay. Yeah, moved out here. All right. So I want to hear about everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know where to start. As we can talk about, let's just, I'll just rattle off some, 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 some starting points and just let me know what, where it makes sense to start. So okay. we can talk about getting to Los Angeles. Okay. And then what it was like landing here and getting your footing and building a foundation and there's the whole COVID thing, which we yeah. I don't, we don't have to linger on COVID too much. We all know, Oh, yeah. we can still, but there's that. Mm-hmm. There's the, what got you to Los Angeles in the first place. Okay. All that. There's pre LA life. Right. Okay. Yeah. Should we start from the beginning and move up or you want to move backwards? Oh what? my oh. goodness. So much. Uh, it's just so much. I'll, I'll start back. Um, okay. I was born, in uh, Rockville, Maryland, that's in like, like Montgomery County, but I've lived in like Laurel, PG County, Maryland. Um, you know, obviously I have a mom and dad. My mom, dad, fairly young, I'll say, not too young, but they're uh, fairly young. Um, my, I wasn't raised with both of my parents, uh, more so just raised with my mom, and we moved around a lot, um, just from Maryland. Uh, D.C., Florida, and Houston. Um, and then, you know, in between those time periods, I had just little things happen in life. Like, you know, my grandpa got sick, so I would just go live with my grandma. You know what I mean? So I went from Maryland to Broward County, Florida, back to Maryland, but in Baltimore. Is this, is this like grade school ages mm-hmm. or okay? Yeah, this is uh, uh, maybe like six years old. Maybe okay. so K first second somewhere in between yeah. there um so I, I just moved around a lot um and as a kid it kind of sucked but looking back at it it kind of molded me I have a lot of different perspectives I have a different understanding for people you know what I mean I notice a lot of people don't mesh with people well they have a hard time uh I guess I got all that out in grade school you know what I mean yeah I just... had to learn early so it benefited me in the long run um, and then I moved here when I was 20, so. That was a big jump there. <laughs> just yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a time, that was a crazy time period of life. I'm not going to lie. Whenever I, uh, made the decision, because there was no, it wasn't a smart decision. It, it wasn't a smart decision. There was. Okay. Well, I was going to, I was going to say, let's, uh, we're, we're, that was, I want to, okay, before we jump into the move. Okay. I want to put more context on. Um, okay, so you're moving around a lot as a kid. Yeah. You were saying you're observing the world and had to kind of like come to terms with certain elements of people at that time to just assimilate quickly. Like, okay, because I'm, I'm trying to, I relate because I, I know during, during like from first to fifth grade for me, I hopped, I think, oh, I don't know, it was like five different elementary schools or something like that bro, as a kid. Me too, bro. So, I swear. 
how how was because I'm I'm curious on how was it for you? What was your tactic? Okay. <laughs> for when you got to a new place, like how did you handle being in a new group, or what was your? I'm just from. For me, as a kid, I was a. Um, truthfully, yeah, I was a very angry kid. Okay. I was a very. Uh, I was happy. I was I was all of those things. I was happy, angry, but it was just I didn't know how to express it. I didn't understand it. So, um, I carried that with me everywhere I went. Um, and you know, going to new places, kids aren't nice. Like, okay, this is the one thing. Oh okay. my goodness. Yeah, let's get to This it. is the one thing. Uh, as a kid, I probably shouldn't even give them this. Cause if I do blow up one day, they go, people going to be like, ah, oh, they go, I'm giving them ammo. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. But as a kid, they used to like every bro, I used to hate it. Every new school I moved to. They'd be like, what's your name? And I'd be like, Cayman. First of all, they'd be like, you're a girl, because I had long hair. And mm-hmm. I, they'd be like, you look like a girl. And so I'm like, I'm not a girl, and I have to pipe up just to prove it. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> overcompensate with some aggression or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. As a little kid. And then um, the next one, oh my goodness, they used to call me Gayman. Classic. And you know, as a kid, Classic. you don't understand. So it's just like, that. that's the worst as a kid. It's like, stop calling me that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it yeah. was just, it didn't matter. You'll try, I ignored it. And then it's like when you move to the next place and it's a new set of kids who thought they created this joke, but in another place, it's, yeah. it's going on. It kind of frustrates you. Well, uh, just is, as a kid. Right, right. Because you thought you escaped it and then it's happening again. Right. And Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's it's it's that's not very creative. <laughs> no, it's not. Like y'all y'all lame, bro. Yeah, I don't I don't imagine this being ammo for <laughs> for like some sort of diss track. I don't imagine any but you know, that's you know. <laughs> Okay, all right. So yeah, classic. Um so were you I'm I'm still trying to gauge this is our this is our first interaction really. Oh, yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm trying to gauge um you mentioned being uh, having the the different moods. You're like you're kind of everything as a kid, of course. Mm-hmm. But like, do you describe yourself as more introverted, extroverted? How do you? How do you? Um, okay. Um, like, did you jump into a new school and? I was at man. Were you hiding in the corner or were you? I was an extrovert. I was a mix. I okay. was a, I was a mix. I was a kid who, like, I wanted, um, I wanted friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. I longed for that. And then on top of that, my mom was like a, a, a single mom for a period of time. Um, and I'll get into that. I'll explain that furthermore. But so, you know, single mom, she did the best she could. Like, I swear to God. Like, my mom had me at 21. I'm 23. I turn 24 next month. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, my parents had me at 18. Oh, you get it. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. You know what I'm saying? So, um, as a kid, you know, my mom did her best. And she, she, I mean, she really did her best. Like, she did her best to not let me feel anything, any struggle, anything we're going through. And um, I just think that, for me, the life I had at the time, um, when I got to school, I was finally happy to be around kids. And then I think that, there was just like little things like rejection. Like I had to learn how to handle that early. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I just think that would just force me into my shell. Um, that was one factor. You know what I mean? As a kid. And then, um, you know, as you get older, 
My mom was in school at the time. So my mom was, was in uh, school for nursing, nursing school, right? Yeah, it's a lot. And it's a lot. So that's why, you know how I told you I would move back and forth? We moved from Maryland to Florida at one point. My grandpa was helping us out. He got sick, so I moved back to Maryland. Um, you know, so we were just figuring it out. My mom was hustling, getting it, trying to make a better life, trying to make everything just better. And um, I really grew up in major cities. So let's let's take that into account. I grew up in major cities to a degree, and you got to understand personalities. There's so many different personalities. Mm-hmm. There's so many different um, expectations, things that people are teasing me for um, that don't matter, that didn't matter, and looking back at it. Yeah, and in the moment, though. In the moment, right. when you don't understand the grand, when you don't have to struggle, when all you got to do is go to school and do your schoolwork, and play, you know what I'm saying? Those little words hurt. <laughs> yeah. There's there's little context on what the full world has to offer when you're a kid. You're just... Right. That's that's kind of everything in that moment, yeah. Right. So, um, just as a kid, I was a bit of both, man. I was a, I was a, I was an extrovert. I think the world made me more so introverted. Okay. Kind of a little, little humbling a little bit? Yeah, Is that, for sure. Yeah. Humbling mixed with... Uh, just very protective, super protective of my energy because I think that's important, but sorry, go on. It's very important. Um, super protective of my energy because, like I said, because I am all those things, mm-hmm. it's easy to either be, it's easy to be a target because people, they know you're all those things. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, th- that's just something. That's what my childhood was like. Learning, um, learning myself. Like a lot of kids got to be a kid. I got to be a kid as well. I did, but I spent a lot of time learning myself early. I'll yeah, say that. Okay. I'm, I'm piecing it together. Yeah, because yeah. you mentioned the extroverted aspect. Because when you put yourself out there, yeah. It, when you're, I don't know, like if when you open up yourself to the world mm. and you're being, um, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? You're being, uh, oh jeez, you're just, you're just being open. And, yeah. and when there's a specific word I'm looking, okay, I'm not finding it in the camera, no, but, um, when you open yourself up and it's not being accepted, right. It does hurt. Yeah. And that's when you, that's when it pulls back or that's when, like you said, you give other people some potential ammo on how to use that against you. And they just play um, with you at that point in time. Yeah, and then, then they gauge your reaction, and then at that point, some power has mm-hmm. been handed over, and you got to figure out how to uh, right? Yeah, so overcome that. That's what my childhood was like. And um, also, I could say growing up for me, um, man, life was just fast and blurry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even though I was, I'm aware, but I remember everything. It blows my parents' mind. Like, it blows my mom's mind. And um, to give you some history on my dad, yeah. Um, my dad actually, you know, younger when we was when I was a baby, uh, my dad was moving fast and he got hemmed up and got some jail time, or whatever the case. But um, so that's why you know there was a time period where he wasn't around and he wasn't present. Now. Uh, he's out. He's doing his thing. You know what I mean. He lives in D.C. He owns a couple companies. He's just putting in, uh, just getting his groundwork done. Um, he's been out to L.A. Linked with me. We've linked a couple times. Um, 
and just getting to know each other, like, you know what I mean? So I think that um, that played a role, not knowing who he was at that mm-hmm. time, because I didn't know myself. Like, I didn't have someone to teach me certain things. Like, my mom could only teach me but so much. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. She she tried, though. She did her part, but she could only teach me but so much. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, that aspect of things kind of made growing up a little more difficult. Um, and that's what my childhood was like. So at what point did you start experimenting with your writing and music or like at what point did that start trickling in with, I'm not just a fan of music. Yeah. I also want to writing or interest in music. Let's, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I'm assuming that there's, there are okay. different stages. So whichever one came, I'm I'll assuming music came first, but my mom yeah. told me when I was little, she used to play, um, she used to play like Jay-Z and what are those things as a baby? You know, they put the babies in and it like holds them up and they bounce in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mom would just be like, I'll be bouncing it all day. Like to Jay-Z album. Like okay. Hard Knock Life. Like, you know, it has that sample, the kid, the Annie sample. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like as a kid, I'm like, I love this. You know what I mean? And then um, as a kid, I remember having a Walkman and... uh that's the like that's a little circle thing you pop the CD in, right? That's a Walkman. Uh, I don't know what the Walkman. You don't remember those little CD players? You could lift the top. Well, yeah, and I put know. Your CD in? I think that's just a CD player. Okay, I think a Walkman's it, different. Okay, we can call it that CD player. But I don't know. We have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Go on. Uh, <laughs> you could play CDs as mobily, yeah, right? I have my headphones. I remember just listening to like Bow Wow Unleashed the album, or like um, just like as a kid, Chris Brown, Omarion. Uh, who else did I like? Those were the CDs I was listening to. How did you, how did you, uh, pick the CDs? How okay. Did, how did the, yeah. This is going to blow your mind. Okay. It's crazy you asked that. Um, when I was a kid, like I had a fly mom, like my mom was wavy. My mom had me at 21. So she was a kid. So you got to understand every, anything going on in urban pop culture, she's on it. Not anything, because my mom was strict, too. There was, she didn't let me listen to dirty music as a kid. There were certain songs, certain things I couldn't listen to. Yeah, like the explicit. or Even just the songs. Okay, yeah. Because she knew what they was talking about, and I was a fast kid. You know what I mean? I learned quick. Yeah, you could cut through just the, the good beat and actually get the message. Right, but yeah. right. To the point where I would be I would be repeating things. I would be repeating lyrics in context of things that are like happening in life. Like yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just not good for a kid. But... <laughs> But um, I'm sorry. What okay, was the question? we were talking about how how you chose the CDs you were listening. That's to. That's right. Okay. Um, as a kid, I don't know how I became a Bow Wow fan. I just think I was little and and I had braids and he had braids mm-hmm. and I was like I look like him, so that's who I want to be. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, now I remember this. I remember my mom getting. I remember my mom getting the college dropout and she had a bunch of CDs in the car, like Alicia Keys, Beyonce, Usher Confessions. Like this was that era. And I remember he just had like a big, like purple bear on the CD, on a silver CD. And I was like, put that in. And that was a song. But let me give you an even better one. This sure. is the best one. I should have gave this one first. My mom went and bought me a... um. When I was learning how to read, of course, I think everybody learned through Dr. Seuss. But, yeah, it's a classic. Right? Yeah. But aside from that, my mom went, there was this LL Cool J book. And the book came with 
uh, a CD player and I mean, it came with a CD and you slide <laughs> it in the CD player, right? Cool. And you could just listen to the rap. He raps it as you could read the book. And I literally learned partially how to read from an LL Cool J book. Like, and it's kind of crazy. I'm rapping now. That's very cool. But it's like, it's just crazy because I never forced this rap stuff, bro. Yeah. It just came full circle. Okay. Like, I never forced it, bro. It's crazy. So it kind of, a little, a little subliminal right? seed, potentially? Definitely. Or who knows? But that, no, that's very cool. That's, seed. that's how I learned how to read. That's probably a lot of the intention behind him making the book in the first place, too, was just introducing this yeah. art. <laughs> To the kids. To the kids in a cool way. In an appropriate way. Yeah. 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 Versus um, the way that your mom was trying to prevent you, from, you know, like, not that that's, the, not, not that you'd be listening to that explicit music as like a toddler or whatever, but, no, but you know, definitely. yeah. She a, gave me an alternative, something that could be beneficial. Yeah. Also, it's like um, kids playing uh, Grand Theft Auto. I had kids, a lot of kids in my neighborhood playing that. My mom didn't let me do that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Rated E games and I had Leapfrog. You know, I was okay. learning how to read. It's, I feel like it's the same concept. Like, you listen to rap music as a young kid, certain rap, you might grow up fast versus if you listen to what's appropriate to you, it might help with your development and you'll be able to gauge things when they come your way later okay. on. Okay, all right. So you give a lot of credit to... Uh, 100%. Nice. Love that. Cool. Talking about my mom? 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Okay, so uh, you're listening to this music. At what point did you, like, what 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 comes next in terms of, did you, did you say to yourself, I'll just feed some potential answers here. Okay. Did you did you say to yourself like the producer brain turned on first? We just wanted to make stuff, or was it the lyrical side turned on first, or how? What it was was this. Um, I'll say it was the artist perspective. Not more so producers, the artists. Um, because as a kid, I didn't have cable, right? Um, okay. So I didn't have MTV. I didn't have 106 in Park. So anytime I went to a family member or a family friend's house that had it, whether, you know, I might put on Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. But when 4 o'clock come on, it's time to put on BET because 106 in Park. <laughs> and, like, I grew up on that. And literally, 106 in Park, Rap City, The Basement, and just watching all these artists, like mm-hmm. um, it was just, it was. I felt like I felt like one of them. And and when you know when I mean? w- around is this is this like high school? Is this middle oh, school? No, nah, nah, not even third grade. Not even. <laughs> now you good? This is like two thousand and two, two thousand and three. I'm five. This what? is like when Bow Wow dropped basketball. Like like Mike. You know what I mean? Like Doing four p.m. BET at five years old. What? Okay. Yes. You, right. But listen, because everybody knew about it. And then you got to look about, think about, I didn't live in the worst areas, but I lived in pretty bad areas where things could happen. But you got to look at the pool, like the type of people, like the, the race. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of black people, a lot of Spanish people, and that's our entertainment. So, you know, the older kids, everybody outside okay. playing, they like, it's time to go inside. Yeah. BET's coming on 106 in Park You know what I mean That was just really the thing At the time It was the thing And just I'll say Seeing artists Was my first um, Artist in radio Artist in radio Remember back in the day You, you couldn't change <laughs> You couldn't You don't, You didn't have iPods And just ch- like Right I love your song I love, I love that era 
you had to catch it on the radio and or switch the station and hope your song is on mm-hmm. and just catch it. That was, yeah. that was the time period. So when you could see them on videos, it was like, we got to watch it because this is the time. Yeah, because we didn't... We couldn't control it. We didn't have the YouTube. Yeah, we couldn't just summon it whenever. Yeah, right. It was, it was a treat, and we waited for that countdown. Or I don't know. I'm yeah. thinking of MTV, right? No, they did their, BT yeah. had a countdown too. Yeah, top ten videos of the week or the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd actually go in and vote somehow, make a On call phone, or whatever. If you had a sidekick, that's like oh six. I was a kid. I didn't have that. Yeah, but I remember. Yeah. Okay, so you're watching. You're actually yeah. So you started watching the artists young, and that okay. All right. So that's you already had some sort of inkling at that time that that's something that you wanted to do. Yeah. Uh yeah. That's I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean that makes that sense. That was it. Cuz that's for like, me. Cuz I think about when like when I talk to actors and such, yeah, it's it's usually pretty early where you're watching a movie or whatever, you're like, I want to do that. I don't know what it is, but there's something there that that looks fun in some capacity. Right? Okay. It looked amazing. So when did when did you start uh when when did you transition from just watching it and thinking it was cool to something where you started trying your trying it yourself? Man, believe it or not, and a lot of people not gonna believe me, but for those who are there mm-hmm. and know me, they'll know I'm not lying. I started rapping a year ago. Okay. And so, um, always been interested in music. Like, when I say interesting, I can have a, a music argument with anybody. Sure. Yeah. You're, uh, for you're, real. Like, you're, I love like, this. Like, you're a historian, kind of? Like, yeah. Yeah. I love the history of it. I love the culture. Um, I love perspectives. I love learning. Um, because there's so much dope stuff that happens in the mix. Like, I feel like people shortchange themselves when they don't get to know uh, what happened because, man... It's just so much. There's just so much behind music. And it's just like when you just go and listen to it on Apple, or just leave it alone. It's like okay, that's cool. But do you really appreciate it? Right. Because they gave you they gave you their time, in their work. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it's really it's really a thing. If you really dive into it and start to understand it, and it's something you can get hooked on. Okay. Yeah, no, I, that's definitely how I know like my favorite artist that I I enjoy hearing about. Who? Um <laughs> We have a little album here. Linkin Park? I, dope? I know I link I grew Rest up in peace uh uh what's his name? Chester. Chester, yeah. Chester, yeah. So uh, I know I know for instance that's like the one band primarily that stuck with you me. Want to know something? Sure. That's the band that changed my life and made me like rock. Growing up in Florida, Florida. That's why we have artists like XXX Tentacion, uh, Ski Ski. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ski Mask, uh, Smoke Perp. All those artists who kind of bend genres with a little bit of rock and yeah, rap. Yeah, yeah. It's a real thing. Growing up in Florida, it was a cross cultural thing. Everybody liked to skate. Everybody like. It was just I can't describe it, bro. You had to be there. So, and then when Lincoln Park did the joint album with Jay Z, oh, it was over with. <laughs> That was the moment with kids, you know, Pharrell and the Babesters and all that. That, mm-hmm. that was the era. But Linkin Park and Jay-Z kind of, now I like um, Sublime. And okay, yeah, that's yeah. That's my favorite band. That's your favorite Brad, band? Brad, with Brad. Very cool. It's like reggae-ish. It's not yeah. really rock, but yeah. I like it. No, I mean, similar with me. I know pre-Linkin Park, I know, like, my dad was a big, like, heavy metal guy. Okay. Growing up, like, he was Metallica, got, uh, you know, uh, Megadeth, Godsmack, gotcha. all that kind of stuff. So Linkin Park was my intro to, the, like, the rap and hip-hop side. Okay. <laughs> so it worked inverse. Yeah, exactly. 
Got so you. that's, I mean, so, well, so I know I always enjoy hearing about like their process and, and mm-hmm. hearing more about like just their journeys and I know, yeah. So it, it amplifies the music hundred percent. So diving deeper, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's kind of the, it's why we love uh, what we do. Yeah. In a way. No, that's a fact, man. That's a fact. Okay. So you just, okay. All right. So <clears throat> I'm trying There's to. a big gap, bro. That's a big gap. It's a big gap. So what I'm trying to bridge, what were you doing? What what <laughs> I get you. <laughs> what was your dream? I guess just for, for context. What pre let's pre music? Well, yeah, pre music or pre Deep How does it yeah. No, you good. Um deep down I always knew it was music and like my heart. You know what I'm saying? Like I always knew it was. Um, I remember one time when I was seven, I wrote a rap for my mom, and it wasn't good. And she told you? Oh yeah, cause my mom wasn't into. See, my mom is brutal, but not in a way that's bad. She's never been a hater. She's realistic, and you gotta understand. My mom had me at twenty-one. My mom grew up in New York and Virginia, all DMV East Coast. Um, all my family more so is Harlem, New York, you know what I mean? She's used to seeing certain things and, you know, I'm, you get what I'm saying? And my mom worked hard to get me in a position to where I could um, go to school, live in a decent area, just little things like that. So rapping wasn't necessarily something that it was like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't an option. And we're not from California where you could live out here and you could see that, okay, Things are it's it's a possibility. Warner Brothers Studios right there, right? Universal Music Group's right there. Yeah, we're living in Florida. We're living in um, Houston, Maryland. These things are not happening. So what summoned? <laughs> I'm curious about this rap. That you broke wrote. my heart, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it broke my heart. It, it gave me from seven years oh old my. to twenty two, twenty three to process through it. <laughs> It took for me. Uh, do you get what I'm saying? I feel, no, From seven I, 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 to twenty one, twenty two. There's probably some part of you that's still working through it. No, I, I, I I'm uh, good now. She loves it now. Okay. She, she loves, she, she loves it. She loves the music. Okay, that's great. Right. And I know she's not gonna lie to me. <laughs> so it's like now I'm like, okay, let's do it. Yeah, it's it's a big deal when you when you win uh, the approval of um, somebody you care about. So I'm trying to imagine. <laughs> It's dope, man. You, uh, yeah. But for the longest, bro, there was, um, what I was doing was I was in school and, uh, I played football. I actually played sports. Uh, moving to Texas. When I lived in Miami, I'm, I was, a, um, I did Taekwondo. So I'm a first degree black belt. Nice. Um, and it was, that was more so for my, my, uh, aggression and just, uh, anger, having some place to, uh, to put it, yeah, an yeah. outlet, yeah. I was always getting in trouble, and the truth is, what it was is just living in Miami at the time, at this time period. Um, I was just always, you gotta understand, I lived in a decent area, but it wasn't the best, and there were a lot of things around me, a lot of kids, and my mom was struggling. And around the time, um, my grandpa died, my mom. Uh, had been dealing with my stepdad for about a year, some change, and he helped us out major at that time. And um, they 
we was just figuring it out, bro. I just remember having like payless shoes and you know, my mom had a busted car and like I just I I was just like an ungrateful kid cuz kids used to tease me. I used to tell my mom like, "Can you pull up down the street from the school? I don't want them to see me get out the car." Like they would tease me for my shoes. Classic, yeah. Classic, right? But I heard her cuz she was trying her best. That that is that is hard. Yeah. It's messed up as a kid, yeah. right? But um, I think um, I just think going through all that, I needed to go through all that. So, cause I think those years of not just doing music, not doing music and growing as a person, helped with the content of my music. Yeah, cause only the Lord knows what I'd be speaking about as a kid. I was ignorant. Mm-hmm. I really was. Sure. Um. My mom did her best to change things and move me around. And by the grace of God, I got my mind right. <laughs> by the grace of God. So um, from that time period, it was just a stretch, bro. It was a stretch of time where I was figuring things out, whether it's – I don't. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I told myself kinesiology just to have something to say. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Sports medicine. Uh, gotcha. Um, I was playing football. Cause that's what everybody was doing in Texas. Sure, and I was good at it. What um, what what position? Receiver and uh, tight end slot. Okay, I'm telling you to this day. I could probably okay. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm on. not. I'm him, not Jim. I'm telling you, I could to this day. If I probably got in shape, I could probably go back and play. You could just jump on an NFL me, team right now. No, 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 college no, ball. No, no, yes, for okay. sure. Gotcha. I promise you. Sure, I I don't, I don't doubt you. I, I those who know know. <laughs> okay, so those you, were the days, man. All right, so you were doing that. You were you were playing, you're playing uh, college ball. I played JUCO. I played JUCO ball. My, I'm gonna keep it a buck, man. My grades were not it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something also. Um, I want to touch base on you know, growing up. That's something I struggled with. Uh, I was never the best at school. Never understood why. And I'm far from dumb, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but just school was not my thing. And, uh, you know, I battled with ADHD and over the years. And that just, like, I won't say it crippled me, but it slowed things down, especially when you don't understand. Um, but it kind of also helped because now I know what I like. Right. You know what I mean? I get yeah. a certain feeling from the things that I enjoy. Um, the things that I do enjoy doing that have led to this point have helped me realize, okay, this is what I like because I can't help but focus on these things. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a class. Yeah. And that's, um, I, I mean, it, not many kids are actually enjoying the process of school. Like it's just some, especially because as a kid, it's just something you have to do. And again, you, there's no appreciation for like yeah. the teachers in front of you doing their best to, to teach you stuff. You're just kind of like taking it all for granted and then yeah, or you, they're not teaching, or or they're not teaching. If how they should be, how they should, yeah. So, um, yeah, when there is something that grabs grabs your attention, especially if there's a lack of focus everywhere else, and there is something you could focus on, mm. it does take a while to really realize what that means. Because um, I feel that too. <laughs> no, I mean, there's definitely specific topics. Like when I look back on myself, like. Filmmaker Eddie versus like high school didn't know what he was doing. Eddie, it's easy to track. Like, all right, I really enjoyed that editing editing class or doing that little new segment for school. Really lit me up in a way that hadn't like nothing else was really doing or whatever. 
what was the moment where you took it serious? Like, you was like, okay, this is for real. This is what I want to do. I waited till I I went. I did five years in college for a engineering degree. How was that? <laughs> Torture. <laughs> but like, I mean, math came easy to me, so that was the Lucky direction. You. That was the direction that I went. Like, I didn't have to try in school yeah. to ace See? my math classes. See, that's not me. Yeah. Okay, so you were a math and science guy, but you struggled with English and social studies. Yeah, that's like, everybody. Uh, yeah. That's it's either you're good at English and social studies and struggle with math and science, or vice versa. Yeah, like when 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 going to like history class, like I'm not good at memorizing dates or, like I'll, I'm I'm good at like I'll read a thing and I'll take away a message, but I I don't like when you when you're quizzed on spe- specificities and stuff. Like yeah. a lot of that doesn't retain, so gotcha. I'm just like. But yeah, math came easy, so I chased the engineering degree because there's you know that's a nice easy money route mm-hmm. and um. I didn't really want to do it in the end. Like, I got my bachelor's, and then... Uh, you like, for what? All for what? <laughs> All this for what? You know, I still have my... take. Similar to, like, what you said, like, there are takeaways from experiences of in course. life that help g- give toward the, the current the current path. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do have... Uh, you know, I have found a way to, s- to spin it in a positive light. Most definitely. But I waited... I was 23 when I finished college, and then I decided, like... My goal was get the money, do some time in the engineering realm, and then move to Los Angeles gotcha. with, with, with like a little foundation of, of cash in the in the back pocket so I can buy some time to learn the film side. No, facts. So Not instead, I was like, I didn't do the work, and I went straight into like learning the craft right after school, and to, I decided to take it seriously and went from there. That's but, what's up, though. But I don't know how I – yeah, admit, yeah. How does it feel? No, it feels great. No, it feels great. Yeah, my last semester, the I guess my to bridge finish that off. My last semester of college, mm-hmm. I was having like this inner craving of like I need some creativity in my life because I'm dying of yeah. all this math and science. So I was like, I'm, I'm gonna take a acting one on one class just for fun for myself yeah. for my health, and that re sparked um, and re brought me out in a creative sense. Mm-hmm. So once I had graduated and there were no jobs in the engineering field because of reasons um i was like well a perfect time because i've been relit on the Life creative yeah i was like let's do it yeah yeah that's the so, best feeling because especially when you try not to lie to yourself about something because it's easy to t- convince ourselves to do whatever we want to do it's easy to convince yourself like like okay i'm not supposed to be eating that but you know what nah i deserve <laughs> that like <laughs> i worked hard today i worked hard today i uh i got up and did my chores i went to work like to do <laughs> right yeah okay so where we were okay i'm just okay so you was it always a plan to move to los angeles okay no man honestly as a kid all i wanted like truthfully as a kid all i wanted was Sample things. I wanted a Mitsubishi Eclipse. That's my favorite car to this day. I need one. I need one. Yeah, it's you feel still, me? still on the bucket list. Yeah. I just need one. Okay. Right? A O three. Is there an O three? Yeah, or a two thousand. Yeah. Right. I just need sure. one. The GT. Okay. Need one. But um, I think that's attainable. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. I've already looked in it. Once this rap keeps going up, it's, yeah, I'm gonna grab it. Sweet. Right. Just for me as a kid. Yeah, no, it's for those that, that stuff feels great, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted dad to escalate a nice apartment, 
like I wanted a condo on Miami in Miami Beach, okay. South Beach. I can overlook, go walk out, give me some, go to the beach. That's, That's all true. I ever really wanted. I've never really been too like money hungry. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to do what I want to do. Um, I'm sorry. What was your question again? So, was moving to Los Angeles gotcha. always a part of the the plan? Um, no, it really wasn't. Um, what made that part of the plan was when I was in high school. I actually ended up uh, dating a girl. Who, Congrats! <laughs> right? No, I ended up dating a girl, and she uh, she's a, a dancer. Like you know, she dances and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of like sp- sparked my interest because. See where where I where I grow up, and even in football culture, you're taught to uh, be quiet. Like, be quiet. Let your talent show, or stop talking. It's uh just little things like that. They try mm-hmm. to uh kind of not. I won't say block your shine, but control you. You yeah. know what I mean? So okay, I'm trying to think of. There's multiple contexts in which you're told to be quiet on, on the football, on the because I mean that you you don't want to talk back to your coach. Not for sure, but it's a difference between talking back. A lot of these adults are uh bruised kids. Okay, yeah, for sure, Because yeah, it, it happened to me. So I'm t- I'm speaking I'm speaking from a perspective of, um. This is my moment to talk. <laughs> you feel me? I'm a not. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> yeah, say it. Nah, but just that's just really what it is. A lot of uh, authoritative figures are bruised kids, and they're in it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, that's that's just my perspective on it. So when. What was the question? I lost. I don't it remember one more time. either. I was more. I was more getting sidetracked with thinking about the positive spin. Okay, I'm, Talk all, to I'm me. always on a. Uh, I'm a very glass half full, right? Like, positive You're supposed outlook. Supposed to be. Where um, I was trying to imagine the benefit of the doubt of like, all right, let's let's be quiet, team. We'll let our play do the talking. We'll, well you that's, know, that's like a good coach. Yeah, like like this 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 dispute you two are having here we'll sort it out via the play mm-hmm. whoever performs better gets the gets the position and gets the start like right. that sort of thing at all like we're, let's not talk about it let's let's execute and uh whatever's best for the team we'll we'll do like kind of thing like yeah that's different you know what i'm saying if you're a problem you got to get removed you know what i mean yeah that's that's one thing but no, I'm more so speaking from a perspective of like real life, not the perspective of how things should be. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, t- I'm talking about, you know, when they let that one asshole in, and he's like, "Oh, it's my time." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there, yeah, there's yeah. that in everything. There's that sure. in, in everything in life. Um, so I'm more so speaking from that perspective of that person. Um, but to to, you know. A sidebar from that, I'll say that with throughout that time period and me figuring all that out, I just think that um, I was building a lot of character. I was figuring myself out. And I think I do think that at the time. I don't think I was mature enough. I do think that with this music, I think it's a blessing from God. Um, I think. Him allowing me to be in L.A. is a blessing. Mm-hmm. And I think him meeting the girl that I was with at the time was, um, that was what the the, the purpose was. Um, whatever my purpose was to be there for her was that, but I think it was more so 
like, yo, you need to get to L.A. Okay, it's sure. okay for you to be outspoken. It's okay for you to go after things that you naturally like. It's not wrong. You don't have to um, conform. You don't have to go go the safe route because it's safe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you want yeah. something, go and get it. You got one life. And that's how I guess I'll say I moved. I can't. L.A., my interest in L.A. Okay, that was the uh, the initial seed of... Um... The initial seed of action. Yeah. I've always liked Los Angeles culture. As a kid, I was into the jerking movement in Houston. You know what I'm saying? They're the dance, the dancing, um, the dancing crews, the, um, I just always liked Los Angeles culture. When the game dropped, I liked 50 Cent, but when the game came out, mm-hmm. oh my God. Okay. I'm telling you, I loved LA, but. So had you, had you been out here? Never. Uh, okay. It's just, you, you know, over time you start to look at things and be like, damn, all my interests include Los Angeles. Like, okay, I like this Soldier Boy mixtape. I find myself watching this video. He's in a Beverly Hills house. Chris Brown Tiger, they're in a house in the hills. Jerkin, they're in Cali. Multiple crews. Of cruises. course, always. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, damn, like Cali's the mission. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, if you're like. in Los Angeles, you're usually talking about it in your, uh, yeah, as an artist. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Coming, it's coming up. Here. Yeah, and, and, and you're always, for sure. That makes right? sense. It only makes sense. Yeah, that's how my start to that's how my intro to LA came about more so. Um then she moved here and I would come see her and then um I moved here and then we went and did our own thing. But since I've been here and just working, trying to just you know, figure things out. Initially when I moved here I wasn't making music. I moved here to uh, be a songwriter in A and R. Okay, yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. What's your question? No, that's what I was going to ask. Like, oh, yeah? So when you first moved here, the intention was? Songwriter A&R. Because I always... What is... What is uh, A&R? Yeah. Uh, A&R is someone who basically brings artists to the labels, brings... Um, every artist has an A&R. Every label has A&Rs. And the A&Rs help pick the singles they help pick the hits it's not like a manager it's like a little kind of kind of separate yeah. it's, it's like a position it's like a manager they okay. work close like a manager the manager oversees more so everything the a and r is more so focused on the music mm-hmm. um and yeah that's what i came out here to be you know finding talent because that's one talent and that's that's also another reason why i moved to la um that was like a defining factor because i was always finding music early I was always on the new artist. Like, yeah, I kid you not. I was listening to Jack Harlow in 2018, and people were like, "Why are you listening?" You know, people are just closed minded. Why are you listening to a little white boy? Nah, bro. Yeah, he's hard. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Now look at him. No, for sure. There's a there's a famous. I don't know who to, who has the quote, but there's a famous quote about like music producers and the people that kind of green light hits and and tracks and artists. Mm. I forget what it is. It's like a, something along the context of. Oh, I'm going to butcher it. Um, the joke is, it's kind of like, it's like, how does a music producer know when a song is good? Mm-hmm. And I've heard the joke without, what does it say? I don't even know. The, I think the joke is just like, people don't know what's good unless 
there's a hundred people around them that tell them it's good. That's a hundred percent fact. Yeah, that they have to. Like, that's a fact. Like because people are followers. Yeah, they don't know anything, and they're just like, "Wait, you love that thing? All right, yeah, let's yeah, go. yeah." Because they don't want to feel left out. Right now, they'll take the time to actually pay attention. I think it was like Ed Sheeran or something had mentioned it in an interview because he he he, he had like gone to somebody's house, like a, a producer friend's house, and was like playing them a song he was considering, mm-hmm. and then it just went. They didn't they didn't clock it at all, It'd and then like and then somebody else sent them the track. And love and was told that they loved it, That's and then the, he calls up and Sheeran is like, "Yo, I love this song. What did you do?" It's like I played this for you like song. last week. What yeah. are you talking about, bro? That happens all the time. Yeah, but you know, I, it's some people. It's that, but some people just don't get it. Sometimes I have to sit on music. Like I, I have, yeah. I, I record a song and then, um, we got a scene in the morning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning and go play it and. Like yeah, that was not it. It didn't sound like how it sounded last yeah, night. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. That's how that is. So, what is the um? No, that that. How do you approach? How what, how do you know? What's your what's your? What do you? I, I mean, it's know, just you bro. developed your gut, right? That's kind of mostly it, right? Yeah, I don't know. There's no there's no there's no formula, or, or, bro. Or where do you? Where do you find these people? How do you how do you how do you search? Okay. For the for the for those artists that are like, I want to be heard, and I'm trying to like a lot of people are just trying to get their stuff heard at all. Yeah. How do you seek uh, out this this new new talent per well, se? Tr- well, truthfully, um, at that time was a time it was different. That was this is like 2015, 2016, 2017 okay. SoundCloud era. So I'm on SoundCloud looking for people, and I oh I'm a different type of guy like. Um, if I got a time on my hands, I'll go on an artist's Instagram, I'll go look at their producer, go find it in the followers list, go find their producer, then I'll go look at who the producer follows. Because chances are, producers only following people they're giving beats to. You know what I mean? Okay. Or following the good artists. Sure. You got to think about things from a situational perspective. There's no blueprint in this, bro. Like, in the, in the, in the industry that me and you are in, this is a very, uh, go-get-it industry. Nobody's making your schedule. Nobody's, um, you know what I'm saying? You don't have a salary. You got to go get that. Like, you really have to. So I try to look at things from a perspective like, okay, how can I think that's beneficial in a way that other people usually don't think? Because in their head, they might not have time or they don't want it bad enough. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how I more so find talent. Now, that's me searching for talent. My ear... I just try to look at like relatability. Artists that are relatable, artists that are fun. What do you do that others don't? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. And does it feel authentic? That's like the number one thing. That's a toughie. That's the number one thing. That's kind of everything, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, not like every. I mean, you you still need all the other criteria, but without the authenticity, it's over with. Yeah. You get lost in the mix. Like that's a good song, but your name never holds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's 100% what I'm looking for when I'm working with, when I'm, you know, putting together a team for a film or casting actors. It's all, you know, you can kind of show up to an audition and say lines, but if it doesn't feel... You got to stick. Yeah, it's got to, you got to, I got to believe, believe what you're saying. Believe it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's really what it is. When, because I, 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 um, I've always liked Drake. I always like Drake. 
like since the jump. I found them early too, cause I think it was a thing. Called, I think it was called SoundClick. I was a kid, and before SoundCloud, I think it was a thing called SoundClick, and I found him early. But it wasn't until um, he dropped "Nothing Was the Same," and it was actually I had it. I had it before, cause at the time I had an Android, and that's when you could like illegally download albums, and it'll go <laughs> straight to your music. You remember like the music app? It'll go uh, straight there. I don't know. Maybe you had an iPhone. This is like 2013, 2014. Okay, okay. That's that's recent enough. Yeah. I was thinking pre, I was thinking like 2008, downloading music, like LimeWire and stuff. But. Even, it was just that easy. It was, yeah. back then, you could do that on your phone, on okay, the, on yeah. the, um, Android. And I just remember I dropped, nothing was, I mean, I uh, downloaded, nothing was the same early. And just, when I heard too much from Drake, that's when everything changed. Even though I I've, I have so many other rappers that I love, mm-hmm. that moment was like when I realized I was like, okay, this is why you're good. It feels authentic. It sounds authentic in the message. You know what I mean? That song yeah. right there changed my life. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It sounded good. It was relatable. And you felt every word. Yeah. I remember I literally, bro, I would literally get my ass up early and walk to school just to listen. That's how you know. I swear, I'm a weird, I'm a weird guy, bro. I do a lot of stuff that people would deem extra, but it's just for me, right? Yeah, that's that's. You know what I'm saying, that me sounds peace. healthy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't see anything wrong with that. Okay, no, that makes sense. Authenticity, bro. Authenticity, relatability, and I'll say, uh, consistency. Consistency. That's huge. That's everything. <laughs> I think that's what makes a great artist in quality. Consistency doesn't have to be the drop. Consistency could be the quality. Like if okay. I'm, a, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha, gotcha. Like I could drop every year, but if everything I drop is crazy, you gotta appreciate it. Mm-hmm. This is when I want to drop, but what I give you is amazing. Yeah, versus like versus, versus every year, but summer misses and. But this was good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, it's cool. You know what I mean? That's how I look at those type of things. Great. But yeah, man. Great. <laughs> Thinking about, I think this maybe this maybe it's a good chance to dive into um this uh, this EP of yours. Okay. Um, you released your first EP. Most definitely. March of uh, 2022. So we're currently in April still. Mm-hmm. It was last month. Mm-hmm. It's called Weight of the World. Yes, sir. Congratulations. I appreciate it. So with all this being said about you, put a lot of a lot of work and a lot of time in, in listening to music. You've been seeking out more more obscure new artists that others aren't listening for. You, you've developed an ear. Mm-hmm. You appreciate lyrics from a young age. You've been able to dissect and understand messaging. So when it comes to you developing your own work yeah. and understanding and appreciating all of that process, how mm-hmm. did uh, how did you go about tackling this thing? Um, or uh, how did uh, what or why did how did you good man? Why <laughs> ask? <laughs> Sound like you got like three questions. Like ask all that. I'm gonna answer Great, it. All. Go for it. All right. Uh, more so for me, when I made the decision that I was going to start making music life, truthfully, moving to L.A. caused a lot of, um, it brought me a lot of pain and lessons I, and opportunity, though. Yeah. And I feel as though 
you got to be willing to go through certain things to grow. And just looking at the trajectory of how my life was going, where football wasn't working out and me and my parents weren't seeing eye to eye and just things like that, I think I had to go through certain things in life. And it took for me to go through these things to even muster up the the confidence to say, nah, I'm going to do this music thing. Even though I moved to L.A., that's cool. You know what I'm saying? You move, because my family still lives in Houston. Okay. Um, So for me to move, that was a big step, but I was like, nah, you got to try it. You know what I'm saying? You, you I tried to write for a couple people, and those artists are talented. You know what I'm saying? It's just the difference of um, understanding. They're from here. They got life going on, school, other different things. And for me, I gave up everything I had and everything I love and like who I was to come here and become somebody new, even though it's not somebody new. Mm-hmm. It's me. It's just a reintroduction. Yeah. Um, I had to go through these things that built, made me build up the strength. And like, so when you ask me what was my process, I'm going to tell you just like truth, just getting up every day. And this is pre-recording. This is life. Getting up every day and yeah. just going to search for my purpose. You know what I mean? Like, I know I want to do music, but what's my purpose? What's my reason? What does he want to use me for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the whole why, right? The, right? Yeah. Because you could, a lot of people are so angry and so frustrated because they don't ask these questions. They're hard questions. And you won't get the answer when you ask yourself. It takes time. Mm-hmm. But at least that you're like, when you're aware of these things, like, damn, I'm unsure of this and that, it makes life easier because you, you're like, okay. I'm still working towards something. Now you don't feel lost. And so I had to go through a lot of life that led me up to this point to where I started making music. And once my, I had a friend, uh, God bless his soul, Yusuf, he passed away. He got murdered. And a week later, I started rapping. Wow. And I wanted to put out a tape immediately. But um, I understood I was nice for rapping for like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was really nice for rapping for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, I dropped a rap video, and people was like, whoa, because they didn't know me for that. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, you're able people, to do a little surprise attack. People hitting me <laughs> in the DMs, and um, at that point in time, I was like, wow, they like it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I could mm-hmm. do this. Um, I wanted to drop a tape, and I just wanted to – I decided to treat it like a craft and treat it like, like – um, no, like like some good cooking, like with love and care. I wasn't going to just microwave it. We put it in the crock pot, let it sit for a year, marinate, cook up. And then um, I felt as though I went through enough stuff, and I was like, now it's time to drop a tape discussing my journey a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not more so the journey, but the lessons learned and the emotions felt. Um, I made a tape. When I made the tape, I initially put more songs on the tape I had about eight songs, eight to nine songs. and I think there's five, is there five track, four tracks? Four. I narrowed it down. And the reason I narrowed it down is because I wanted to more so focus on, the project is called Way to the World, and it's more so me discussing um, things that young men, uh, emotions young men go through on a daily, especially when you are trying, to, when you're trying to live, you're not just coasting. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between coasting and trying to live. Trying to live is um, okay. It's like a, this is a saying in the streets: 
players do what they can, or uh, players do what they want, suckers do what they can, right? And so that's a lesson, but like, let's really look at it like this from a perspective of life. It's like, are you living or are you living? You get what I'm saying? I could yeah. live. I could go get me a job and I could do the safe thing and um, yeah. work. But like, what if? That's the question I never wanted to live with. And I think that's what the music represents in my project. It represents somebody who or something, more so somebody who really wants good in, the, in their heart of hearts. And nothing but bad keeps happening, but they keep going. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And... um. You know, that's why I gave different songs. The first song, What You Gonna Do For Yourself, was, it's more so introspective. It's like a thought. You know what I mean? And the truth is, I want that to be a song that, like, if you listen to the beat, it's real pop-ish and um, it's real upbeat. I just want that to be something, if you, like, most people like stuff like that, but a lot of people are too ashamed to admit it. Like, I want to make music that makes the uncomfortable person comfortable, confident. You know what I'm saying? Strong. Like, I can't sing. And I sing what you going to do for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can't sing. And I came on my first first song on a project like that. Because I just, it was more so, I want to lead by example. I want to set that tone of um, just live, do it, have fun, be you. And just be you. Have fun. That's why I started it. Niggas ain't know that I start like this. Walked over a thousand miles so I could walk like this. I took a lot of shit so I could talk like this. So when I start, you got to listen while I pop my shit. And that's just literally me talking about my journey yeah. in four bars. Yeah. I walked over a thousand miles so I could walk like this. If you do something for 10,000 hours, you're going to be a professional. Right. You're going to be better. All the work that people don't see you putting in, then they, they just see the final product. Yeah. Right? No, like this has been a thing. I've really been rapping for three years, if you think about it, because mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, even though it's just now dropped. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I love it. And um, Hello is, uh, y'all going to see the video for that soon, but Hello is just more so like a, um, it's a conversation with uh, a therapist. It's a conversation with a friend, someone you can lean on, um, someone you could trust. And um, it's just discussing more so the emotions. That's deep talks take the edge off. A couple of loose screws and you straighten in because I'm about to set it off. You know, they say you're crazy. So deep talks, therapy, anything, or just release. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what that song was more so for, just me expressing. A, it's a thank you to those who are there for me and th- those that help me. And it's also a song for those who, if you're ever feeling like you need to talk somebody talk to somebody you could play it because one thing that that I've gone through um in this journey of LA really is homelessness and mm. I went through real homelessness and I didn't have to but I I felt like I needed this this rap to go uh, like my life's dependent on this you know what I mean yeah and so it's like what else am I going to do I got to stick it out and I just remember during those times when you walking outside with bags with multiple bags, people look down on you, bro. And I felt that. And I'm far from homeless. My family, I got stuff. I have stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not that. And it's nothing, but it makes you appreciate. It makes you appreciate. It makes you appreciate and it makes you love different. Because people weren't speaking to me. 
and I saw how they treated people on the regular. So that's why, you know, I just want to make a song like to even to 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 be able to be spoken to is a blessing. Because people walk past homeless people all day like they're nothing. That's why. Hello. How's your morning? How you doing? Like, just play my song. If you, I'm talking to you. You feel me? That's really what that is. Like, and I'll be there for you. Uh, since whenever the bond was made, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm always here for you. That's what the lyrics represent. Um, weight of the world, just daily emotions. Daily emotions. Vi ever, that's more personal to me. I'll say that's more so my song. Um, even though they're all my songs. Yeah. Um, my label's called Vivid. I have a a, a label and a brand. It's called Vivid, and we're working on everything right now, and I can't get too deep into it. Um, but Vi Ever... Um, is just a play on like forever and like vivid. I'm planning on doing things with vivid, and it's gonna be a lot of different things that are like vi. And I'm not gonna get into the. I can't sure, do it sure, right sure, now. Sure, sure. Right, but it's it's yeah. gonna make sense later. But it's just more so a song for all the like my real homies. You know what I'm saying? Like the ones that I love, my brothers. Like you know the ones that know me, that know that can when I when I talk on the phone with my mom, they could say hi to my mom or. They could have my mom's phone number, just little different things like that. And that song is for for those people, but that's also for those people um, needing, needing, if I can't be that for you, I could be the lesson. Like, just listen to what I'm saying. I'm trying to really, like, bro, for the friends, for all my friends that, like, that one's for the ones we raised raised each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even if we have parents, like, we raised each other. Like, you know, I tell a friend, yo, bro, like, why you... Why you got food on your face? I'm eating. I'm like, bro, you don't got to just sit with food on your face. I'm not talking down at him. It's just we raise each other. And he yeah. checks me on certain things where it's like, come correct. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. that's what that song is for. Um, and the last song I decided to put on it, just to touch all emotions, I guess, it was a song called Potty Mouth. And Potty Mouth is... Um, it's kind of like a it's a love song, but it's like it's a love song mixed with sadness, mixed with like appreciation. And the reason I wanted to make it like that is because those are like the daily thoughts and emotions people feel. Like you love someone and you hate them and you love them again and then you don't hate them but you just wish they understood you or you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and that's why I just wanted to put four songs. I'm not a big artist yet. I don't have the attention span of the world, so just give me nine minutes of your time. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, and um, yeah, because the average, yeah, just over two minutes, two minutes a piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that that seems, yeah, just put the best out there, give them a range, give you a and, range. They uh, feel different. Yeah, and that was the perspective. I just wanted to kind of like encapsulate a sound and emotion of, um, a young person. Or not just a young person, a person trying to get it, trying to live in a truth, and trying to strive to go as far as they can. Because a lot of people lie and a lot of people close things off because deep down it's hard to live in your truth and be rejected. It's hard to live in your truth and uh, be, you know, not not received how you want to be received. Well, I mean, that's what keeps people from showing that authenticity in the first place. That's a fact. Is, uh, it's like I did show it, and I was made fun of for it. or So now I'm or, not doing it no more. Or she laughed at me, right? or whatever the thing is, and then you you start trying to be somebody else, and it just, it, just doesn't, it just doesn't work. 
Or it does work, but then now you done pulled off from your <laughs> sauce. And what makes you different? You just like everybody else. Okay, yeah. You're you're you played yourself. Yeah. In the long run. Half the time people nobody's man, one thing I've learned in life, and my mom's always told me, stay true to yourself. Um because the same ones that clown you, they're gonna do what you do one day. Cause those who are secure in, in, in themselves and they're not worried about making another person feel down. They worry about what they got going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So those are things that I've learned. But I think, yeah, that's that's a good lesson for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Try to be try to be positive. Now I talk shit. Oh, I'll clown you all day. Yes, sir. It could happen. <laughs> <laughs> but <How>? I promise. <laughs> so is, is that is that is that a you must be provoked for that or are you out there? Not uh, playful. Okay. Uh, no, playful. That's a different story. That's different. Now, when I'm up, I don't. When I'm mad, I don't really do too much talking. There's not nothing to talk about. Okay. But aside from that, like, yeah, it's playful. Yeah. And I don't like to offend people. So, like I said, playful. People like to offend. I'm not that person. Like, mm-hmm. We playful. If I offend you, I apologize and we check it. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, done yeah. Right there, but yeah, man, that's way to the world, bro. And um, I'm happy that people perceived it how they perceived it um it feels good knowing that i can make something and you know i make people feel good i've had people call me and you know emotional crying Mm. like yo bro this this saved me bro i was going through this that and the third bro you don't understand bro i'm going through this with my girl bro everything you said in potty mouth that's ah and i made that for us like you know what i mean i really did so it feels good when, like, your intention of the goal is how it's perceived. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I passed this that, test. That's, that's, that's a win. I passed that's this a test. It's a win. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it feels good. There's no better feeling in the world, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, it's no be- awesome. Like, when you being yourself, people love it. I did a performance in Crenshaw, and uh, they ate it up. And it just felt good, bro. I can't. I can't. Say no other words. You, you. That was that your. Was that your first time performing live? Was that a? Uh, my first time performing songs, my own songs. Okay, yeah. So I'll say yes. I've gone up and rapped like at two other events, like a little cipher. Nah, this is my first time having a set, doing my own songs. Mm-hmm. I had like a fifteen minute set. Nice. It was good. So you, and they you, loved me. That <laughs> <laughs> standing ovation. Oh man, it was cool. No, that's awesome. How how was how did you feel pre pre show? Oh you, my <laughs> goodness. Okay, let me get let me tell you. So I have a friend sure. in in Houston who raps, and he's his name's Z Wells. Bros. Oh my God, he really gives it up like okay. that. Um, and it's crazy too because I grew up with him. He was the rapper, and I went to another school, and I would always tell people, "Z Wells gonna be this. Z Wells gonna be that." Like, right? And he does his thing, and I start rapping. He's like, he's like, damn, mm-hmm. right? And so one day he's like, "Yo, bro, come to this thing. We're having this thing called the Gumbo Jam. This is in Houston." And uh, I go out and rap, and he, we were running late. He was like, "Bro, the band's playing. We gotta hurry up and catch the song." So we park and run in. He's like, bro, it's about to start. Our part st- starts in 30 seconds. Come on. We run on the stage. And he was like, I'm going to tell you when you go. He said, go. And I just started rapping. Bro, my right leg just starts shaking on stage. And I'm just thinking to myself, get it together. Get it together. So I kind of shook it off at that point. I get nervous at the beginning. Um, but, you know, I pray. 
Yeah. That so, makes it easier. Okay. Because that, that experience wasn't you putting on your full set. That was that was just rapping for a okay. bunch of people at a like a, a live uh band, like a okay. coffee shop. Yeah, and that was that bar. Was, yeah, and that was your first time doing it. In okay. Houston, yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm actually lying. My first time rap <laughs> <laughs> I spent I was working in New York this past summer and I uh rap for people in New York. Okay. I was rapping on the streets of New York, just Brooklyn, and and I did that because it's like they say New York's the Mecca. Sure. People were stopping me and they was like, Oh, this is great. This is you? Like there would be people posted outside with their speakers, they're like, bro, let me connect to this real quick. And they'd be like, This is you? I'm like yeah, he was like that's hard, and you know, just little confidence boosters. No, that's awesome. But that was my first show, I'll say. Okay. Yeah. Came in parks on any bill. Yeah. Yeah. So pre- okay, so you had a li- you had a little experience under your belt with performing um, prior to that, but the, again, this was really this was not the, no perform. Yeah. Yeah. So this was your this was the EP that you put you poured your heart and soul into. Right. And you're you're putting this on. I it was. The, it was fun, bro. That was yeah. It was fun. I had a good time. Did you have some of the leg shakes there too, or were you were you a little like maybe bit. like a little bit because you know like I said I sang on what you're gonna do for yourself and I don't have the engineering and the mixing to save me live mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. like whew, it's my first time performing this song. It's the first song and it was just a lot. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. And then it was you know I rap. I really rap on. I can really rap. So this poppy beat is just different from what people are used to. So it was one of those things where I was nervous, but people had already told me the tape was good. So you already had the yeah you. I'm like okay, y'all like the music. I just gotta swag it now. Yeah, and make it believable. For have sure. fun. Make y'all have a good time. And they did. So it all worked out. That's great. That same night, I had a um. I met this guy who has a live uh a, a live orchestra, and they play in Crenshaw. They're actually amazing. And he came up to me and he just told me like, bro, no, he we had a lot of close words actually. I'm not gonna talk too much about it, sure, but we, sure. we we had a lot of close words and um, he brought me out to a, another event to to do a, um, a cipher at like a little coffee shop. And bro, that was just the dopest thing. Like you know, meeting locals and people who believe in you and just people who really like what you have going on. And you know, he they've rehearsed a whole they rehearsed to hello. If you go on my Instagram, they played live to Hello. So it's just, it was dope, bro. It was, very cool. it, everything's just coming full circle and just, I'm having a good time. Yeah, no, it's still it's still early for sure. Super early, early in the year. I'm nowhere near where I want to be with this, bro. <laughs> no, I know. It's awesome. That's, that's, I think that's what we call attraction. <laughs> um, potentially. Potentially. Uh, I don't know. I don't feel like this is too interesting of a topic, hmm. but I'll bring it up. Ask it. Uh, you mentioned a music video. Okay. So you've uh, you mentioned you you've put out you put out I don't know how many videos you've done before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only done one, but I haven't put it out. Okay. So you're talking about the 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 EP track video, right? No, I'm not talking about that one yet. Okay. We're working on those. Okay. So when I'm I'm very curious from a creative sense. Okay. Because again, this is this is our bit of overlap. Mm-hmm. When you are considering creating a music video for a track of your own making. Right. How much thought and consideration do you put into the visual element? Like, are you, do you bring on a a director to help handle and curate this thing? Do you, do you, are you bringing on more of a cinematographer type to help 
with the visual element, or do you, or do you want to take the opportunity to? Uh, I would like to re- do uh, all of it. I would like to be heavily involved. Um, I do have a couple of peers, and they're great at their job. They work with um, some notable people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They do their thing, and they're uh, videographers, um, photographers, and um, you know they write scripts. They do. Um, they just do a, they do a lot of stuff. They um they got a photo uh photography studio. They book uh with different companies, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And um I just try to take a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I really want to be authentic because I feel as though way to the world is personal to me. Like this is really my first anything. It's just the EP, it's not an album, but I want to give y'all an understanding of my world. I want to bring y'all into my pain. My lessons. Yeah, and like who you are. And who I am. Just as an artist. Right? Yeah. And even creatively, like like with, with the creativity, I might not make the videos like exactly like my life. I might go crazy with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. But it's art nonetheless. And like, I kind of want to, um, because one day I want to, bro, I want to act. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. When I tell right. you, man, I'm not, this rap thing is... <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I want to do a lot of things. My uncle actually, bro, this is my uncle's a legend in my eyes. My uncle, he grew up with Sean Wayans um, from the Wayans Brothers. Okay. And my uncle came out here in the 90s, and he was the DJ for In Living Color. And he's in, my uncle's in a couple, he's worked with the Wayans Brothers. He's in White Chicks. He's in Dance Flick, Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Juice. And, um, you know, so that's just something that's dope to know, like, my uncle's a part of history. My uncle's been around Jim Carrey, Jennifer Lopez. You know what I'm saying? He came up in that era. He, yeah. So yeah. for him to have that, it's like, okay, let me see what I could do with it. And, like, let's see what we could put together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. That's, uh, yeah, acting is something that I definitely see myself doing. Okay, so that plays into a little bit of this performative aspect of even developing these music videos. Yeah. Where you're going to be, yeah, right? you're going to be the talent in every aspect really let's so. not make let, how i'm looking at it is let's not make any wasted steps so yeah. it's like if i was to go to like a, a a movie director somebody i don't know how all that goes but say i was to go to someone who funds movies right sure and i'm like listen this is my idea hey let's come together on a video let's do a short like a short movie for a video yeah. you know what i'm saying those yeah. are stepping stones for people to be like okay Maybe we could take him serious in this aspect, you know. And I could do more. I could start writing scripts and stuff like that just to prepare myself. But sure. Just yeah, that's my interest, okay. bro. All that. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, because I know for me, music videos are kind of are tricky. Like, okay. I, like I don't, I don't, I don't direct music videos, but like when I watch music videos, I, I it's similar to I could imagine it's similar to how you're listening to music when I when I'm watching it, and it feels like. They're phoning it in with some basic, basic camera moves, and then the, you know, like I want, I want to see an artist make something come to life. Yeah, just make do something. Di- yeah, try to do something different. Don't do the, don't do the expected. That's why you haven't got no videos yet. Yeah, because you're you're actually trying on it, right? You're. I'm not you're... gonna say everything's gonna be <laughs> extraordinary. Uh, I'm learning, but what yeah. I'm gonna say is, anything I give, I'm gonna put my all into. Yeah. For sure. And I'm not just going to give it to y'all. It's going to be thought out. You know what I mean? I'm going to be confident in it. And um, I think it'll be, because of that, because of the time that I put into it, I think it'll be able to be appreciated for sure. Yeah. 
That's really what I, I felt. I I believe you. Yeah, man. Is there any is there any hints on when when we could expect <laughs> uh, the videos? <laughs> sure. Or a vid. I a imagine video. you'd sprinkle them out. Like it wouldn't be like a drop of. Yeah. But who knows? Either way, like how we'll soon see. are we? When we're talking. I'm thinking next week. <laughs> uh nah not necessarily next week um before somewhere in between may and june all right yeah no pressure just just most easy, easy question mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i don't wanna nah you good you good somewhere in between may and june and i'll have some more stuff man we got some things coming trust i believe i'm excited I trust <laughs> i'm excited it's um it's like the dreams finally playing out. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. I will. I'm the okay. I know. I'm just gonna rattle off maybe more of a more of a random. That's not really a random topic. Talk to me. I think we're uh we're we're winding down here, but um. Let's see. I'm debating on what thing to throw at you here. Let's see. How much Jesus <clears throat> The question is talk Let's talk about health. Okay. There's physical health, there's mental health. Mm. How I guess just just this is more more I guess random curiosity, but how do you approach how do you approach those aspects in uh, in your life? Like what what priority do each take, or how how do you man how do you walk through all that? All right, um, for me, I say with physical health, physical health has always been something that's important to me. Um, you know, playing sports, I would try to remain in shape just make sure my body was healthy so i could actually participate um those things are good because it plays into your confidence mm-hmm. you know what i mean but i do think mental health is uh something that needs to be discussed more often um and it, it needs to have less of a stigma to it because half everybody got something wrong with them really yeah everybody got their own form of traumas everybody has their own form of um understanding and um everybody got their own perspective and so i think for me mental health truthfully i never i didn't start taking care of my mental health until i'll more so say i moved to la and that's because i didn't have to because i was just sheltered from certain things like i went through a lot growing up as a kid and then my mom moved me to a, a decent area in the suburbs in texas and um when she moved me there, that's when I kind of, it, things were easier. I didn't have to fight. I didn't have to worry about certain struggles. It was like focus on school. Now, that might have been hard, but shoot, all I had to do was focus on school and football. Sure. Now, moved to L.A., dealing with a mix of personalities, being alone, at that, being broke. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you dealing with other things, you know, you might like, not to even toot my own horn, but, you know, I'm dealing with dudes who might be mad because I look better than them or I'm flyer. You know what I'm saying? But they like, he ain't got no money. Or he ain't this. I'm from here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like the, all the jealousy playing in. Jealousy, you. envy. It's just a lot of different things that play into um, um, your mental. 
And I didn't like the person I was becoming, bro. Like, truthfully, L.A. kind of, uh, it changed me. I was alone, like, real life alone. And um, it got me to a point to where I was just, like, like I was the villain. Like, get it. <laughs> it kind of put you put you on, uh, what's the term, like? On your back foot, like a little bit of, mm-hmm. little bit against the wall, a right? Bit of, yeah, right. And now my pushback just gotta be, I gotta do what I gotta do, and you gonna have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gonna feel me. That was my, that was my perspective. And then, um, just dealing with people who make you feel love, show you they care about you. Dealing with people who, through the mess ups, have your back and still there. You know what I mean? You gotta find those type of yeah. uh, you gotta find those type of people, I think, and people that are supportive and understanding, um, that don't make you feel wrong. Cause a lot of people, the truth is, we don't know each other, man. We don't know each other's stories, bro. I don't know what you've been through. You don't know what I've been through. Like, and um, the only thing we could really do is love one another, try to love through it. You know what I'm saying? Grow through things. But mental health for me, I just say um, it's number one priority. Because if your mental's not right, half the time people, we don't even know people. That's what I've learned to realize, too. The people, we we might say we hate a person, man, you could love that person. You don't know what that person going through. That person don't even know they self right now. Mm -hmm. They so clouded by everything going on and they trying to fix everything and nothing can get fixed so there's frustration from not being able so you know what i'm saying they don't even know themselves right now right and so that's just one thing i've learned um with mental health you gotta love people you gotta be there for people uh you gotta be understanding and you gotta do that for yourself too and you have to understand you gotta you can't give up on yourself you gotta understand that it's a process uh it takes time and um it takes work. Ment- working on your mental health really takes work. Accountability. Yeah. Yes. Those type accountability, of accountability, consistency. You know, consistency. <laughs> that's the one. Accountability, consistency. Those type of things, um, I'll say will help you on your day to day. You know what I'm saying? Um, and setting goals. And setting goals and not and not basing your expectations on um not setting to set expectations, but realistic ones. Right, which is which is again the hard part. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta aim too high sometimes and not hit it to understand what one is capable of. You've heard Homecoming by Kanye. Uh. Uh-uh. He says, "Reach for the stars, so if you fall, you land in a cloud." Oh wow! You know what That's I mean? A classic quote. Though. Classic. Yeah. yeah, and it's just real. It's just real. That's real. So, like, um, not high expectation, per se. I'll say, um, what's the word? Well, I mean, I know what you mean. Because, I mean, there is the there is the tendency, let's say, to set too high of an expectation for yourself. And it backfires and sets you back mm-hmm. because you're like, can I even do that? Like everything kind of creeps in when you don't hit the goal and you even second guess why you're even doing anything at all. Right. And then you just give up on it right. versus, versus, uh, versus understanding that 
the goal initially set uh-huh. was too high of a bar for who you were at that time. At that time. So it's just not it's not unattainable. It's uh-huh. just it was just an overreach at that and, time. Yeah, at that time. That's a fact. Yeah. And I think um just don't give up on yourself. Mental health. You got like you just can't give up on yourself. Yeah. Um you're going to mess up. You're going to have days where you slip. Um yeah, man. I think mental health is something that we do definitely need to talk that needs to be spoken about, and that's what I talk about in my music. Right. Yeah. yeah. Literally, a lot of your messaging was, or yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I've gone through therapy as a kid. My mom would take me to therapy. Um, you know, I've had suicidal thoughts. Not, not that I'm proud of it, but it's just truth. You know what I'm saying? These are you gotta understand. Like life is is fickle and it's crazy. Um, half the people that are my fans that p- play my music. From that I grew up with, mm-hmm. shitted on me at one point. Okay, and so like I don't, I never say nothing to them, but it just be the irony of it. It's like every one of y'all, if you went to high school with me, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being honest, and I love sure, y'all. I'm not sure. tripping. We're grown. We're different people, but that's a lesson. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean the lesson is cons- <laughs> consistency and being yourself, and I mean and and. Yeah, winning people over with who you are because uh, yeah, again at the time potentially hate's not even really about you or whatever. There's, there's yeah, it feels good to uh, win over people who once uh, looked down on you or or, right. or such. Yeah, didn't understand you for whatever reason. Yeah, and but you know through those lessons, that's I feel like I had to learn. Like okay, history repeats itself. Life repeats itself. Yeah. So. You got to handle things different now that you know. You know what I mean? Right, 100%. Um, and those are the lessons I've learned, man. Just trying to um, follow my gut, follow God. You know, I know everybody don't believe in God. And if you don't believe in God, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's not for me to, to say anything on that. But um, I say believe in something. Believe in purpose. Mm-hmm. Believe in a higher energy, higher frequency. Because there's a like things are not coincidence. Truthfully, yeah, I'm gonna tell you this. I know for a fact, me being able to rap is a gift. I know for a fact, me being able to rap at the level that I I'm rapping at, God gave me a tool, and He's like, do something with it if you want to. Right. This is what you wanted, and He granted it. I'm telling you, I ain't been rapping my whole life. I've been interested my whole life, but I ain't been rapping my whole life. Yeah. So you got to take advantage of these uh, these gifts you've been given, right? Is I that... know it's a gift. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I can't stress it enough. Well, I really wish people understood what I meant when I say that. Well, yeah, because it's not even just the ability to rap. It's the whole package. It's the... it's the To make music. Understand yeah, yeah. it. Even... <sighs> There's been so many times where... I was not equipped to go somewhere or have something. And God's told me, go. Go. Yeah. Go. You, you better to, go. You have to, yeah. And it's like, I'm just sitting on my ass. I'm not going to go. And I've never just been so uncomfortable just sitting down. Like, fuck. I'm going to go. Because it, it's killing me. Yeah, there's like some resistance there, yeah. It's killing me. I can't explain it. I've been, no, I, I, you know what I mean? I've been there. I've been okay. there. It hurts. It hurts. And you must, yeah, I follow. Got, yeah, you, you, yeah, there's something. Right? Yeah. And it just always ends up working out. So it's like I've just learned to follow my intuition. Mm-hmm. Um, 
stay genuine, stay true, give thanks, um, and just try to grow every day and learn from mistakes. That's that's really what this journey's been about. Yeah. Truthfully. Yeah. That's all this journey's been about, bro. Because I don't care about money. Like, I'm doing this because I know money will come, but I don't care about money, bro. Yeah, you just got to get your clips and uh, your condo in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I want more now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay. I want more now. I want it all. Oh, sure, sure. In LA, I see how they living. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm a simple dude, you know. But uh, Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess from my perspective, as long as you have that, like, once like, what's the what's the term like you have you hit your main goals and everything after that's just like additional bonus points right. or whatever like you're like i'm good from here on out i've, I've I got, did everything i I've wanted got my to do. eclipse and i'm good and then you know you, you suffice that kid urge man you you've your kid version is going to be su- you know super proud and right it's, it's like man well this everything else is bonus i didn't ever thought i'd even get this 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 car man i used to go on like midnight club dub edition <laughs> and just ride out to like an eclipse or like an escalate like one day it's gonna be me just riding out <laughs> <laughs> of course there are nicer cars like i, I no, love that, cars that's you know the fun what I mean? part but, that's the fun part though is right. yeah yeah it's crazy. So I, I know. I'll just I'll just rattle off like a thing that as a kid, when, when I was a kid in in school, because you know, of course my name is Eddie. Yeah. Um. I ha- I don't know if you did this, but like I would I would combine my name with other words and think I was like really cool. Right? Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I did the Ed. Like for me, it's easy. It was I did Edzilla. I combined Ed. Got you. Eddie with Godzilla and just said Edzilla, and I okay. would like illustrate what Edzilla, whatever. No, no, and I, I got I, you. When I realized that Edzilla was seven, seven um, letters in length on the word, I was like, this could fit on a license plate. When I'm when I'm when I'm old enough to have a car, this is what you also oh, you're fulfilling that. Yeah, as a kid, I Got was like, you. you know, I'm totally gonna put Edzilla on my 100. car. One hundred, and then when you get older, you're like, I'm not doing that. I but, did it. I did it. Oh, you did it. Yeah, I feel it. But that's dope, though. That's something dope you could do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's easy. It's yeah, like 20, you know, an additional twenty five bucks, and then your kid version is is it got it got out of the way. Satisfied. Way. So I I can relate. To <laughs> all right, I'm just gonna. Uh, this is one. All right, one more question. Okay. This is more of a topical one because yesterday, I think it was yesterday, was it was Earth Day. Okay. And I know I, I've been seeing a lot of people on Instagram be posting about um on their stories about how uh, in the you know this is more of like a broader commentary on I don't want to talk about like the news cycle or you know the impo- like the headlines that we're seeing more common like there you know there's a war in Ukraine going on there's there's a lot, of there's, there's, a lot there's so much stuff going on there's I don't want to list off all the atrocities yeah. in the world no, currently. You good. you good. It's just a crazy world we live so, in. So Earth Day, I know a lot of people were re-highlighting the uh, moment of no return of, on the planet mm-hmm. of uh, like the whole climate and the CO two emissions and the like the I don't know how uh, this is just more of a random topical thing when you Talk hear of Earth Day. Uh, I don't know how much how much how much do you think about um, the, you want planet, the truth the planet yeah you want the truth when I think of Earth Day I just remember like green shirts and shit like at school <laughs> I'm just being honest but uh like okay, yeah I'll but. say no you're good I'll say more so I'm not too um I'm not too hung up on that topic but I will say this I don't litter I try not to um <laughs> no really I don't throw stuff in the ocean. Um, I I try to um 
I look at it like this, you know what I'm saying? Sure. How do you, yeah, how do you You're supposed it? to take care of uh was yours and this earth is ours and it's mm-hmm. it's not promised. It's like life. You know what I'm saying? Earth is life. So it's not promised. Um my mom's name is Shantae. And the in the words of Shantae is you can fuck it up if you want to. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Meaning you get one perfect clean slate, one chance. You can mess it up if you want to. And I just feel as though um as people we got to stop littering. We got to stop uh, throwing stuff in the ocean, bro. Just little stuff like that, bro. Like, this world is already crazy as it is. I don't know I don't know too much about climate, but I know what we do affects different things. Mm-hmm. I know the weather's crazy nowadays, and I do. I, the, <laughs> I could get even deeper into it if I wanted to, if you want to go that far. I do think, you know... I do believe in climate change. Sure. Uh, I believe in government, stuff like that, but I'm not going to get too deep into that. Uh, well, because, I mean, there's there's always there's always people kind of suggesting ways in how to limit your impact on the environment and such. Like, for instance, thrifting clothes versus buying the new clothes. There's there's the don't eat beef because of the, the cows thing. There's the don't eat fish because of the oceans thing. The don't eat fish. Explain. Don't eat don't eat don't eat fish. Oh, don't eat. Don't eat I thought you said donate. I'm like, they're dead. <laughs> donate fish. I'm no, eat no, that no, cat yeah. fish, don't man. don't eat fish because of, you know, we're we're overfishing yeah. the oceans and okay. we need fish to the ocean's important to the overall health of the world. You know, there's all Okay. So um I mean I remember okay, so I worked with I worked with a um Angela Means. She's actually Felicia from Friday. You know, you seen Friday with Ice Cube? Uh yes. You remember Craig, let me oh, borrow your yeah, car. Cla- yeah, class. She was my boss. I worked on a vegan is, food this truck. This is the by Felicia. This is the specific, by Felicia, yeah. her. She lives in Ca- in Los Angeles and she owns a vegan food truck called Jackfruit Cafe. Oh nice. Yeah, and when I was, when I and I met her through my uncle. And um, when I first moved to L.A., I started working for her food truck as a cashier. And just I would listen to her talk about that stuff just like um, and I realized I'm like, damn, like the vegan community is in the climate, too. But I I understood why when she started diving into things and um, she would just she would always. Oh, my God. She would just be so irritated in the in the in the food truck talking shit. She'd be like, people so wasteful. Like she always right, said right. that, yeah, 100%. but it makes you realize people are wasteful. People really are wasteful. And I'm like, damn. So I do think we need to change. I think we need to go green. Uh, I want a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know what I mean? Uh, I think just everything. I, I even think going vegan is going to be more beneficial. It's going to help our mood. I know that might be a little sidebar. I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever gone vegan? No. I have. <laughs> no, I'm dead for real. And and, it, and you saw a change. One hundred percent. So was it more like you stopped? You stopped eating all the processed processed meats and and going out to Taco Bell or, or was it was it the the new was it? Because sometimes I, was changing a diet, mm-hmm. and crossing out something from your yeah I don't know yeah crossing out plus adding yeah the combo turns into a, a yeah healthier mood yeah. Well, I went through two situations. One when I went vegan the first time I was playing football in Texas. Okay. And I went vegan because I was trying to lose some weight and I actually the real reason I went vegan was because I heard that meat actually um 
causes inflammation in your muscles and in your joints. And so I would get shin splints and just have a lot of pain from lifting. And uh, I went vegan and, you know, man, that fixed everything. It worked. I swear it did. And um, just my mood was better. Like, I wake up and I just pop up out of bed. You know what I mean? Not all the groggy. Yeah. And it's real. The second time I uh I didn't more so go vegan. I had no choice. The truth is because I was homeless in L.A. and I was only working at that food truck. You okay, feel me? Okay. I would take food to go. Yeah, a lot, and, a lot of jackfruit. Yeah. Oh, a lot of jackfruit and um jackfruit, cauliflower wings. We made all that. We uh, tacos, jackfruit tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, it was really good. Classic Los Angeles, right? Right, there. classic Los Angeles. With a uh, with a uh, what are the drinks called? K- kabucha. <laughs> kombucha, K- kombucha, some whatever. Booch, some booch, something like that. She put me on that. But um, yeah, when I when I started eating that, um, I just found that I felt better and I was hungry less. It's actually yeah, filling. Yeah, yeah. You'll be surprised. Vegan food is like really filling, but that just gave that just made me realize, like, damn, as a pe as as people, America teaches us to be wasteful consume 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 down to the fast yeah, food yeah, down yeah. to the lifestyle everything yeah, it's crazy for sure yeah i mean yeah you don't really need as much food as, as you, you think don't. you do at all at all because a, a lot of us like and i know for like me and set life and stuff like i don't really move that much right <laughs> i'm not you know like an athlete you know mm, you need more you need, you need more to you can't just go do no what more. you need to do but mm-hmm. yeah Either way, Earth Day, everybody. What's Earth Day for you? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's more just seeing stuff on Instagram more. No, I feel like I'm. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm. I really develop myself to be more of like a minimalist. Okay, um, that's what I'm working on. So simplicity. I know. I. I don't know how I developed this. I feel like it's just baby steps to what I am right now. But okay. I know, like, I only buy the food I'm going to eat like this week. Like, you're not going to. I always hate, again, the wasteful thing is when you go through a fridge, you're like, oh, this is expired. Toss this, toss this. Oh, I forgot I didn't eat this leftover from the restaurant. Right. Like, that feels whole. I hate when. Wasted money, wasted all that. (laughs) So, like, I just buy, yeah, I I meal prep. I eat what I'm going to do and then go to the next thing, refresh. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty good about, um, you know, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a pretty good spot, but I know <laughs> there's always, uh, yeah, just the the being mindful about, um, like I know I know specifically I just re- I saw the thrifting recommendation. I'm like, cause nah, I know I know I know I was I want to buy like new these these black pants are so old and they're like faded and I want to get like some Nobody new. Don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't have known. <laughs> sure, sure. Word. So I like I wanna like I wanna update some some wardrobe and then I saw the, like. Like the advice to like, the, you know, that you see a pile of like a a waste, a landfill full of full of clothing that was tossed from like mm. a coals and a whatever. A flan or some. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's just you know maybe maybe try thrifting first and okay. then have the buy the new clothes as more of a for sure as well, the I, secondary. Oh or yeah, whatever. no, no, that gets done just for the the means of my pockets. Like, sure, yeah, that too. If we go go too. shopping, I'm gonna hit the thrift shop first. Just not saying that I'm gonna go get it, but you just never know. Yeah. Well, exp- yeah, you ne- you literally. Then don't I'm gonna know. go to the mall. That's how I rock. Yeah. So that's what that played into my brain. I was like, oh, I guess I, I guess I'll look first at the thrift store. <laughs> okay. Well, Cayman. Um, my God. That's uh yeah one uh, one one. I one, have a question for you. Sure. 
What do you got? What'd you take from the uh, project when you listen to the project? What did I take from your project? Mm-hmm. I know I was mostly, I gave it one listen through. Okay. And I know I was mostly, on, on initially, I wanted to hear, um, I was gauging kind of just, I don't know, like a quality check overall. Like I yeah. want, like I wonder who, cause I know, uh, yeah. So first thing that I heard, I was like, all right, this, you know, it sounded good. And I'm like, all right, this, th- I mean, I just, that was my main takeaway. I'm like, this, this guy sounds like he knows what he's doing. And I'm not on a first listens of songs, especially a lot of the lyrics go right over oh, my head. Yeah, and I'm course. just like, I, I know like on Spotify is where I listen to it too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I try to click that didn't see i don't think i don't know how you i don't know how people add the lyrics to the thing but i don't got you there's no lyrical it didn't pop up on spotify i didn't see it all right i'm gonna fix it (laughs) so i was like all right i don't see lyrics so i i kind of just couldn't follow through i I was listening to it but um yeah i'm I'm definitely planning on giving it some more especially with this additional context i'm gonna go back right so so that'll that'll lead me into my final question on those that do want to check Check out your work or keep in the know on what you're what you're putting out and what Facts. you're developing and where do where do people follow you? What's Man, you can find me on anywhere in the world at Cayman Parks. I'm the one and only at Cayman Parks. <laughs> nice. Literally, I made it that simple, accessible. Um, at Cayman Parks, Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten anything posted on TikTok, but we're gonna get that going. Nice. We're gonna get, you know what I'm saying, involved. Um, YouTube, you can find me at Cayman Parks. Uh all of it's simple. It's just my name. You yeah. know what I mean? Trying to just stay authentic, true. You know who I am. That's how I'm trying to go about these Love things. It. Great. I appreciate first of all, thank you, Eddie, for having me, man. I had a good time. Um, I appreciate what you do too. Cause I watched your interview with Kaylin. Ran very well. Caitlin Jefferson, everybody. Shout out. That's my boy. Major shout out. He helped me uh, jumpstart all of this. I met him in Texas, and he was just like, bro, you got to go to L.A. Yeah. Um, You got too much knowledge. You got personality. You could do that. And so he's just been a... um, Supporter. Yeah, like a brother. You know what I'm saying? A good dude. Um, Because he didn't have to help me. You know, he grew up out here. He's given me resources, access to resources, because he just wants to see me win. So... Anytime you get people like that, you got to show love, show that love back. You yeah. know what I mean? So I appreciate 100%. you for having me, man. Yeah. No, thanks for thanks for coming out. Genuinely. Yes. Y'all go get that uh, <laughs> Weight of the World, man, out now. Deluxe coming soon. More, much more coming soon. Videos, clothes, <laughs> movies, all that. Awesome. Yeah, no, so yeah, so I'll have all the links down below. And uh, but yeah, that's the show. And uh, cool. All right. Appreciate Bye, you for having me. Boom, 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 boom.